0: Your San Jose Sharks gave it a good run, but they end up on the losing end. 3-1 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. We'll break down the this loss. A streak gets extended, barely, and more. Right now, this is Teal Town After Dark. And with that, we say good evening to you. It is Wednesday night, November 30th, 2022. The Sharks lose 3-1 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Leafs riding high after their frustrating October. The Sharks... Well... (laughs) <laughs> They're being the Sharks, unfortunately. Gave it a good run, though. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive for Sharks post game. We do this after every game. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over Sharks territory and around the world right here on the YouTube page and the app. And of course, follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. YouTube, and of course, find everything at tealtownusa.com. And with that, I say good evening to you, Mr. Ian Reed. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, uh, that first period was boring. So, um, but we had a lot of um, back and forth, helter skelter in this one. Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't, I don't think the first period was
1: boring. I just think nothing happened in it. I thought the game itself, like, it had a good flow. Um, I
0: don't know. I was entertained. I, I I it was a very entertaining game and I I should strike myself. It wasn't a boring just no chances, no power plays on there. Um not a lot to talk about,
1: sure. Yeah, but... yeah.
0: <laughs> and that with that good night everyone. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was back and forth. I think we saw plenty of odd man chances throughout this one more, more so I think more on the shark side to, to make this interesting. Uh, but I liked how this team came on. I, I thought, you know, they had all the excuses in the world, third game in four nights, travel mm-hmm. cross continent, playing back to back in Canada, you know, in two big hockey centric markets. I mean, they could have just folded and gone home and, you know, so be it. Yeah. They. Yeah. They... I
1: mean, and not only that, but like, You know, Aaron Dell gets his first NHL start of the season. Um, They had a lot of they had had a lot of excuses tonight. I agree.
0: Now, quiz for you. Mm -hmm. I have to put you on the spot. Do you remember Aaron Dell's last start for the Sharks? No. (laughs) No. You and me and Shalena Goldman were doing the final after dark of the nineteen twenty season on March eleventh. Twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Right before uh, just as Rudy Gobert was uh testing positive and touching everyone's phones and yeah. shit. I remember that. Just one of those uh weird nights, one one of those nights that I, I think we will never forget. Uh but Aaron Dell, you know, in this game you know, your third string goaltender going up against the Toronto Maple Leafs. It has all the things of absolute reckoning, you know, and, you know, 29 saves on 31 shots. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. what can you say for for a guy who's, you know, once known as the world's okayest goalie? I mean, stick taps to him for, for coming in and filling in on, uh, on short notice yeah this is why i wasn't really
1: upset when arendelle um got signed by the sharks in the summer it confused me sure but it didn't it didn't upset me and this is why because Aaron Dell's a guy who can come in like he's not going to be the guy that you build your team around right he's not going to be your your 1a goalie but he's a guy who can go up and down he can play and be a Good mentor to Strauss Man and E.T. McEniemi with the Barracuda, and he can come up into the NHL and give you decent starts. You know, like again, you don't want to put everything you have on Arundel, but he can come in in a jam and give you decent goaltending. Like he's been up and down, he's a good guy in the room. Um, so I mean, like, this is exactly why they brought in Arundel because he's a guy who's easy to get along with. He's a good mentor for the young guys that are playing on the Barracuda. and He can come up to the NHL if someone gets hurt like James Reimer is right now and give you a decent, uh, you know, and give you a decent, uh, decent goaltending. And tonight he gave them better than decent goaltending, great goaltending.
0: Right. And the, he kept them in this game, especially when Toronto was really coming on in the third period. I uh, again, stick taps to, um, stick taps to, to Aaron Dell. On this night. In fact, we're getting some comments in here right now. AJ, thank you, buddy. Uh, from Aaron Dell. I was happy with my game. I was just trying to hang on, and sometimes it just doesn't go your way. We played a good game, built off of last night, and it's another step in the right direction. And, and again, yeah, they didn't get the result, Ian. No. But but and not to to you know steal from Aaron Dell's comment, but I mean... It seems like they're slowly getting it. They're slowly going the right way. Yeah, I mean,
1: the one thing that I will say for this year's team, uh, as compared to last year's team, is that, you know, this year's team's way more fun to watch. Um, and if you, you know, everyone's like, well, oh, what's the difference between this and Bob Buchner? Like, Bob Buchner's teams are not fun to watch. Um, so, David Quinn, you know, to his credit, I think, has made this team a more enjoyable team to watch. Um, now, is that translating to more wins? No, it certainly isn't. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, like, a good, you know, it was a good game. for They they've they played, they played more entertaining hockey.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and despite the scoreless first period, you know, each team would get a goal in the middle frame. Sam Ramon of Austin Matthews with a nice tip-in from Hollowell uh, to make it a one nothing Toronto. And about three minutes later, Matt Nieto, you know? Um, offensive dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I guess we've been wrong. So we put him on on a top-six roll, and good things will happen. Uh, he, he finds the back of the net. I think it's like his fifth goal in the last nine games to yeah i
1: think he had six goals all last year and now he has six goals six this season so i mean that's good for matt nieto um keep building that trade value yeah exactly like uh he's definitely a guy who because you know he's at the end of his his contract here that
0: someone might pick him up uh, at the deadline i'm not sure though yeah i mean it might be a quality move down the road uh you know, we've, we've heard all about the freaking trade rumors and such surrounding this team. And, and we all know how, how no offense to you, Ian, because you don't work for TSN or Sportsnet, but how they get all frothy when there are bad teams that have good players. And they're like, oh, I think he's on our trade bait board. Eric Carlson, for sure. Oh, Timo Meyers an RFA. Oh, for sure. He'd be. But you look at some of these guys like Matt Nieto, who's coming on. Could mm-hmm. be, yeah. You're not going to get maybe the first round pick he got for Barkley Goodrow, no, but it's an asset that you know that can be had down the road and and being in in a big hockey market like Toronto and Montreal last night, it kind of boost your 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 viewing come mm-hmm. March.
1: Yeah, I mean we'll see what happens. Um And there's a I lot of hockey he keeps, to be left too. He keeps for sure, playing, and there is a lot of hockey like. Matt Nieto could completely, you know, could finish his season scoring tonight and not, not get another goal uh, until well into the trade deadline. And then it's not even a talking point anymore. Right. But, um, I mean, look it, if you take people away from Nick Benino, good things happen.
0: <laughs> okay. So they they traded goals in the second period that the tied up at one. A little bit of a parade into the penalty box. Chichek and Cunnan, um get called off for hooking and tripping. But the yeah, Sharks... yeah Nick
1: Nick Cunning should be sent to the Barracuda because he would fit right in down there um, with just like the dumb penalties. Yeah. Um. If the one thing the the Barracuda have done a lot of good things too, but I think one of the things they've done a lot is just take really dumb penalties
0: and Nick Cunning would fit right in down there right now. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that, uh, it's like Cunning has been such the, the spark here and there, but then you have nights like this where it's just like, come on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's frustrating on the other hand, while, Chichek took another penalty tonight. He got on the on the score sheet with the assist on the Nieto goal. You know, uh, three assists in his last four games. I mean, and, and I have I I don't think there's been too much to complain about from his game since he's was he was called up. Chichik, Chichek, yeah, Chichik's done fine. No, Chichik's done fine. I
1: think he's been he's been okay. Like I don't think he's been like. A world beater um but i think he's he's done everything that they've asked of him and i think for a guy who um you know two years ago i think was playing his overage year and, and junior uh without a contract and then had an ahl deal only last year i mean it's it's a hell of a story for nick g um like i don't and maybe the story is just what people like right because i don't like shark twitter loves nick g and i don't know why um <laughs> But maybe, and maybe it's just a story, and maybe I'm just dumb. Um, but like, I think he's been fine. I, I, I haven't really had any issues with him. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, it's unfortunate, I think, that Nick Merkley got off, or Nick Merkley, Ryan Merkley got off to the, uh, the, the poor start that he did because I think, like, with the way his game's come on lately, um, I think he could probably get a call up at some point soon, but with the way Nick G has been just being, you know, like I think Ryan Merkley is obviously going to give you different things, but, um, but with G how well I think he's played. Like, I don't think he's been a disaster by any stretch. I I think given what you would expect from him, I think it's, you know, it's fine. Um, so I don't, I, I think he's probably there until someone gets healthy and then he gets sent back down. Um, but, yeah, I don't – it's unfortunate, like, as I say, because the way Ryan Merkley's played of late, um, I think he would probably get a, a better look had Chichek not um, done as well as he has on the main roster.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and But good for Chichek to take advantage of the opportunity indeed uh, to put it in there, to be in there. Uh, again, his three assists in his last four games – a uh, little bit of a parade to the penalty box but you take what you get filling in for Mario Ferraro uh of course in the third period you know it was going back and forth Dell kept him in early on uh you know a penalty late to uh for tripping at 1444 and then just you know a minute afterwards Pierre Engel Engvall, uh with the game winner is it all on a hurdle? I, I almost want to blame a little bit of Matt so, Benning on that one, too.
1: Yeah. So so if you want to, like, put the go-deers on someone for that goal, uh, first is Tomáš Hrál for sure. And I think he took responsibility for it uh, in his post-game comments. Um, then next, yeah, Matt Benning, probably. Because I think it was a good shot. And, like, yeah, okay, you'd like that rebound maybe not to go out to where it went. But after the way Arendelle is played, like, I have a hard time being like, oh, well, that's Dell's fault. No, Matt Benning should, A, have Bingball tied up or, you know, at least have some idea of where the puck is. And then, yeah, and then obviously Dell's not the best rebound to kick out. But sometimes, like, you just, you know, like, you want to have perfect rebound control. Well, that's not any goalie. So you know um yeah I, I my my shit list for that goal is hurdle bending vendell i
0: guess because i said 3 <laughs> yeah it, it's a tough one and and like you like you mentioned you know hurdle post game it's all on me i cost us 2 points because i made a stupid play yeah, um, sure did. Yeah, and that's a tough one to take, uh, unfortunately. And, and then, of course, Mitch Marner. We, you know, normally we don't mention any empty netters, but Mitch Marner does get the empty netter to extend his point streak to a, a, a Leafs tying eighteen games. Um, you know, it's crazy. You know, um, to to have eighteen games, but then again. What was it? Gretzky's was like 56 or something. You know, so good on that. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Looking into the chat here. uh, You know, uh, Benny didn't box out um, Engval. You know, Rick. Bingo. You know, uh, what else do we got here from Matt Nieto? uh, When we're doing it right, we're really a, a tough PK to get chances against. We know we have to a job to do, and we'll do anything to get it done. and, and they have played well, PK wise. Oh, for three. Oh yeah, for PK's the least... been.
1: If you take nothing else positive from the season, the PK's been uh, been the positive. Yeah, for and sure.
0: I want to uh, mention Corey Massisak from the Athletic. I think said over the last ten games, the Sharks have played nearly a full sixty minutes, uh, short handed. Uh, kind of interesting that. You know the sharks don't get a power play in this one. Um, I want to say that's at least the third time that they've dealt with that uh, this season. Um, I didn't really see anything though that
1: where I was like, "Wow, where's the penalty?" Like I didn't. It's it's if you didn't mention that, like it wouldn't have even dawned on me because there wasn't any point in the game where I felt like, "Hmm, where's the call there?" Like I just didn't have that tonight. So no, I, I I mean some people will say that you know uh, that the penalties were all played and it yeah. wasn't fair but I don't I didn't really see anything that where I was like hey where's the call
0: yeah no nothing that, that was egregious on there uh to be quite honest there wasn't anything that you know like oh my god you know they tripped up Timo uh nothing like that uh in my mind but uh yeah uh, sharks lose 3 to 1 in a game where you know it's painful because you lose it with two, with two and a half minutes to go. But mm-hmm. you know, Toronto should have played a, a better game. In my mind, I I thought they they did. I thought they were okay, and they gave some good chances. But you know, fortunately for the Sharks, Dell was equal to the task.
1: Yeah, Dell was really again. Dell was really good tonight. Um... Like, I don't know
0: who got the three stars, but
1: Aaron would got one if I had anything to say about
0: it. I would hope he did. Let me see if it's on here. No, it was uh, Matthews, number three, Samsonoff, number two, and Marner, number one. So congratulations on scoring an empty netter, and you get in the number one star of the night. Well, he did tie a record with that empty netter. Like, I, I get it. He did tie a record with that empty netter.
1: Um, I think it's an... He tied Daryl Sittler and I can't remember who else. Eddie Olchuk. Within eighteen, yeah, Eddie Olczyk. Thank you. Um, within eighteen game point streaks. So, I mean, that's 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 special. I get the. Right. I understand why you would give him a star in that situation, especially in Toronto. Um,
0: that's fine. I'm over it. Yeah, uh, new, I'm hoping I'm saying this, Nutier. Let's talk about that first empty net goal that Martyr missed uh he he missed one yes but he got it back so you know there it is uh ricky barton and hey ricky uh, nice meeting you the other night at the uh down at the tank uh once again boys say it with me winning is counterproductive <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I mean i would have been nice if they at the sharks gotten a point out of this one you know they're they're hanging in there but uh Oh, I don't care. I mean, yeah, yeah points are nice, but you know, it's nice. Also,
1: nice not getting points and still watch and have an entertaining game. Again, like this is the ideal situation for me because if I watch a game, I want to be entertained. But if they don't win and I can still somehow walk away from that game entertained, I mean, the Sharks have won eight games this year, and somehow I'm entertained. So yeah, that's a plus.
0: Yeah, uh, and considering the Sharks' record is now what eight. Fourteen and four. Eight, Fourteen and four. And we and we haven't gone off the deep end yet, and uh in this one for sure, you know. Um so we'll see. I got mad
1: one game against Seattle. Well that oh,
0: was eight five, and speaking of Seattle that that game last night, um <laughs> Something else about uh, that one, uh, it, and then it cost Cal Peterson his roster spot, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, wow, the, the rise and fall of Cal Peter is uh,
1: quite the story,
0: indeed. All right, we got comments from David Quinn, AJ, of course. Thank you very much. Obviously, it's a turnover we want back, hurdle would like it back. But we didn't capitalize on three breakaways in the first. It's disappointing True. not to get a point tonight. Uh yeah. I mean, what was it? Gregor, uh, Shimmick. Uh I'm trying I'm blanking on the second one. Uh I, I can't think of the uh, sorry, not the second one, the third one. Uh but yeah, you gotta take take advantage of those opportunities. Big time there. Mm-hmm. Um you know, time on ice, um, you know. I mean, Sveshnikov at seven minutes. I mean, the same with Oscar Lindblom, just under seven minutes. Uh, obviously, uh, I don't want to say they're at a doghouse, but, you know, Sturm not... St- they my is, doghouse. Yeah, Sturm, Sturm's not ready yet. Gatchvich right, is sick, so... I mean, you kind of have them in there. Um, you know, and... Carlson playing twenty five minutes, Matt Benning twenty two thirty one. I mean, he had. I mean, I'll give him stick taps to him for last night, but you, you got to stay Benning's consistent. Terrible though. I, I don't.
1: Again, I I just I don't know what it is about Matt Benning that that hockey
0: men love so much.
1: Um. Yeah, I just don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. But we'll see. I mean, you you have the safe bet now. You know, you have the trust in in Aaron Dell. So, you know, get get.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, look, they need James Reimer to get healthy and healthy quick. Um, I think Aaron Dell, again had a hell of a game tonight. I think he's well suited to the role that they've got him in right now, as like the third drink guy that can come in, and kind of save their bacon. Um, Kapukakanean obviously had a really good game last game, but. That's one really good game out of, a, you know, how many starts has he had. So, um, I mean, this James Reimer, if you want this team to
0: win, James Reimer can't get
1: healthy soon enough.
0: Are you okay with starting Dell tonight as opposed to maybe going back-to-back with Capo after a shutout? No, I'm fine.
1: No, I'm totally fine with Aaron Dell getting a start. Um, there's They've done, like, there's been people who have looked into it and goalies playing both half of a back-to-back generally isn't good like it's just statistically not great and I wish I could point you at um, the the people that have done the work on this but um, no I'm fine Aaron Dell look at it. I, I think Aaron Dell has played pretty well for the Barracuda I, and again I think he's like he's a guy who again he's he's a guy to get along with um, and I think he's he earned the opportunity to come up and play I mean, that's what he's... that This is what he's here for. Right. This is why they brought Aaron Dell in.
0: To have some sort of NHL caliber, I'll use that term a little loosely, but somebody that they're familiar with that can stop pucks. And like you said before, yeah. be be a mentor to the kids at the CUDA, but also when something like this happens, when one of the goaltenders is not available... Yeah, I mean, Aaron Dell can come up and play. Yeah. I mean,
1: it, we don't... You know, the, the assumption is at some point James Reimer is going to get traded out of here. Someone's going to have to back up Kakkonen. Yeah. Why not Arundel Arundel's a perfect guy to do it. Like, Arundel was great tonight. Uh, if you have beef
0: with Arundel after tonight, I don't know what to tell you. you. You have a beef that goes a long way and you're very, very rare about it. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I, How does it feel to be wrong? I don't know. <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> uh a- anything else that's that's stuck on your mind in this one uh, i mean i think no that's, not really yeah that's pretty much sums it up on this game uh with the sharks uh losing three to one to the toronto maple Leafs. um <laughs> I'll, I'll mention this okay ricky uh when Greer got hired and said he was focused on gaining cap flexibility, I was hopeful. Then how he got that cap space is like, eh, and then how he used the space, I was like, oh, no, WTF. I'm fine with what he did to get the cap space.
1: Look, um, again, like, they had to move money off that blue line. They had one of the most, if not the most expensive blue line in the league, and it was dog shit. They had to make a move. Um I mean, I sat here many times last year saying how Brent Burns would be the guy to move because he's the guy on that blue line who is, A, the more movable of the three. Right. And you would probably get more value for him. Now, you can argue about the value that they got for him, but I think that moving on from Brent Burns was the right move. Um, But yeah, what did he do with all that cash base? A whole lot of fuck all. That's... That I would agree with. But I don't have an issue with... Like, again, like this team wasn't going to be a playoff team, right? It's time to start moving these pieces. So it was time to start moving those pieces. And look at by the time this team is good again, Brent Burns is going to be fucking retired. So move them.
0: Yeah, and and get something. I mean, I think we were hoping for more value, of course, but...
1: Sure. uh, Yeah,
0: you're hoping for value. You're hoping they
1: would use the, the cap space that they gain better than just going to the guy factory
0: and grabbing the first guys they found off the shelf. Yeah. No, uh, looking at some of the comments in the, in the chat. Thank you all, uh, for this From Mm -hmm. metal Mario Quinn has improved this team. They're battling hard. They need to finish now. So many turnovers by the Leafs and the sharks didn't capitalize. They played well. Simmer was great. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll say Redeem Shimmick was getting stick taps on yeah, on the broadcast, Shimmick, too. Shimmick's been pretty good. Um, I haven't really had much issue with Shimmick as much. Like,
1: for a guy who this summer I was like, just send him to the, you know, bury him or buy him out. Um, no, I've been I've been pretty happy with uh, Redeem Shimmick this year.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, he's, he's been solid returning. And I think that extra year, it's really made a difference on there for sure uh for that uh well the barracuda and the wild are playing again so uh we have no score yet so far in that one uh so there's your little update for the cuda we will get onto Hmm. that on the teal town usa twitter for sure um but i have a horse eye on it yeah (laughs) I'll help you out if you need to, bud. Uh, but uh, if you're just joining us, thanks for watching. We're at 41 people. Give us a thumbs up. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Of course, hit that notification bell. That'll let you know when we go on the air, following each and every Sharks game home in a way. Appreciate each and every one of you on this one. Um, so they will get two days off and mm-hmm. go to Ottawa because, you know, that's how – How they draw draw it up, you know, I mean, why not? Why not? Uh, Totally. uh, Yeah, Ottawa's going to be an
1: interesting game because uh, Ottawa's obviously not had the season that they were hoping to have. Um, So I'm curious to see how they play against the Senators, because I think the Senators are a team that... um, that's the team you want the Sharks to drop a couple points to
0: <laughs> with the way they're uh,
1: languishing in the standings here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see Ottawa because I think Ottawa, again, I think they, you know, they've had some real, some serious injury issues uh, this year. So I'm curious to actually get an eye on them and see what they do.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see because Ottawa is, when we saw them earlier in the, uh, in the month, they should be better than this and in ottawa eight thirteen and 1 you know
1: injuries though like they've had some they've yeah. had some pretty significant injuries uh early on so um like their blue line was kind of dicey and they had some guys that were injured off of it um and they're like the injuries are like through the organization too because i think like Belleville's also just having oh, a hell wow. of a time right now
0: yeah yeah at 90, least of which you know we mentioned injuries toronto's been having issues with their blue line uh and somehow got that one but yeah ottawa is you know they lost to uh the rangers tonight in their uh reverse retros which you know yeah, know. Mm-hmm. yeah uh so it'll be interesting to see what the sharks do on the in uh, a couple of days, that game is Saturday afternoon uh, over in, in over here on the w- West Coast, uh, and then they'll have Buffalo on Sunday. So that'll be a Pucknologist takeover for that one. Uh, so yeah, Saturday, Sunday, you have your you have your uh, sights set on everything there for you for the Sharks uh, as they continue this road trip. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they they get this things going. They're definitely potentially winnable games between Ottawa and Buffalo. Uh, we'll see how it goes, though. We never win in Buffalo. What are you talking about? What, what is it, like three wins overall? It used to be <laughs> O for for a long time, and then the, the night that they got Joe Thornton um, was their first win. And speaking of which, you know... <laughs> Get the candle, everyone. You know, seventeen years ago today was when uh, Joe Thornton uh, was traded to the Sharks in the in the midst of of a game I- in Dallas. Uh, you know, well, obviously, I would easily I would say the the biggest and most successful trade in team history for sure. Oh, it
1: turned. Yeah, I mean. I, I've said this many times on this show and, and other mediums, but like Joe Thornton coming to when Joe Thornton came to San Jose, it turned the sharks from like a happy to be there plucky. Woo-hoo, we're in the second round playoff team to like a cup contender. Um, yeah. And yeah, big, you know, it was, uh, it changed the franchise for sure. For
0: sure. For sure. Well, I think that brings us to a close. Any update on the CUDA right now?
1: Uh, it is nothing, nothing. Kuda are leading in shots three to two. E2 uh gets a start for San Jose. And I believe it's Jesper Walstead um, for the
0: wild. Gotcha. Well, we'll keep you updated. If you want to follow that, check us out on the, on the twitter machine at Teal Town USA. but in case you missed anything and to watch this again check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher whether it's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, youtube soundcloud spotify tune in iheart radio odyssey and of course on the youtube as we mentioned hit that like button subscribe and bell for sure um and i have no
1: updates on natavara sorry nope we, we have, have not, not
0: heard anything on natavara we don't know if he exists at this. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding on that. Um, but we will be back with you on Saturday following Sharks and Sends uh, for that one. Uh, Ian, your final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts.
1: Uh, when the sharks do good, it's good, even when they don't do good. Um, <laughs> also, my face is still pretty swollen, so I apologize if I was hard to understand the show a little bit more than normal. Um, I'm Hot. hoping this will get better quickly.
0: Honestly, and and if you didn't tell me before we went on the air, I really wouldn't have noticed. But so, uh, stay taps. My favorite part is like when I'm
1: like trying not to spit everywhere. That's my favorite part.
0: (laughs) That's why you got the mic shield. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) All right, for everyone here, thanks for watching. Uh, For Ian, I'm Eric. Again, Sharks lose three one to the Maple Leafs. We'll be back on Saturday following. Sharks and Sins. Until then, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Hey, hey, Steve, what do you think of Teal Town After Dark?
1: Teal Town After Dark. That sounds like hockey, but in underwear.